my picks back, and I want David goddamn Putney just because I feel like it. You're out of your mind. Yeah, I am, man. I proved that already. You make this deal right now, Tom, and you get Bo Callahan. Say it with me. You get Bo. You do your job. That's what's the problem right here. Got a win, do we? Are we? What? What the? Did I just see that? Yeah. Wait. Two and five. Two and five. That's two? a win, baby. Against the Bills. Let's go! Bills, Garfield. Where you at? Twenty-nine to twenty-five. Where you at? <laughs> Foxborough, baby. Foxborough. Hey, we're Foxborough fanatics. The Emerson and Merritt era. Pats Nation. Whew. We have got. Our first win since we started this podcast on the fourth episode. That's pretty great. Dude, that's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. Against the Bills? Against the Bills. Dude, we own the AFC East, minus the Dolphins. That's going a little too far. But maybe. <laughs> that's going a little too far. Yeah, who beat us? The Dolphins? Jets? Nuh-uh. Bills? Uh, Nuh-uh. We own it. <laughs> okay, Mr. Nate Everton. Okay. We got to win, folks. Uh... The game was played at Gillette Stadium. It was a 29-25 win against the Buffalo Bills. Um, that's great news to hear. Um, and obviously, the guy sitting across from me, Mr. Nate Emerson, is feeling wonderful yeah. about that. I couldn't feel better about it. I was jumping up and down on that last little bit. I, uh, I probably had 15 emotion changes throughout this game. Yeah. Like, unexaggerated. I went from... Eh, feeling nauseous, not knowing, to getting really mad, mm. to getting really happy to the point where I was, like, on the ground doing the worm throughout my hall. Yeah. yeah. You know what the worst part about it was? What? I couldn't watch the game. Oh, dude. I was away. I was at a Ultimate Frisbee tournament. All right. Well, that's pretty cool. That, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I got to go to my home state of Maine. It's wonderful. Um, but I wasn't able to watch the game, so maybe that's maybe that's the code. Maybe I'm not allowed to watch games. Yeah. All right. So I'll watch, and you don't, and we'll see what happens. That's gonna hurt. <laughs> that might hurt our podcast, but it won't hurt our season. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, like last time, we had a special guest. It was Kyle. Kyle Langerham. Yeah. Um, if you haven't heard it yet, um, go watch the third episode of Foxborough Fanatics. But today, um, we have another special guest. Um, and the person, the second person sitting across from me is Kevin Gelini. Kevin, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, of course. <laughs> um, I will put this out there, um, but don't get too upset now. Uh, Kevin is a Cowboys fan. Big. <laughs> uh, I'm a big Cowboys fan. I'm a, my mom's a Cowboys fan, to preface. I'm a mama's boy, so mm -hmm. I followed yep. in her footsteps the correct way. Yeah, uh, but I do have some Pats fans in my family, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> you yes. also have some friends who are Patriots fans as well. Unfortunately, yes. Unfortunately, they made some poor life choices doing that, but it's okay. That that hurt me, <laughs> but that's all right. Um, let's get right into it. Um, of course, I wasn't able to watch this game, but I was able to watch some highlights. And um, for those who know me best, I'm not a huge highlight guy. I like to watch every game fully to see the good parts, the bad, the ugly. Right, because you've uh, got to see the momentum swings. Like, so one big play doesn't show at all. You've probably seen a lot of ugly this season, huh? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, it's all right. Thanks, Cowboys fan Kevin. I've, oh. I've lived a whole life. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, something that I um, saw within this game um, that stood out to me the most out of anything um, was the improved offensive line. Um, last week... I put forth my hatred, sorry to say it, for D Vidarian Lowe, the right tackle. He did not play. He played um, for three plays in a series um, after Trent Brown got injured on a failed two-point conversion. But throughout the game, having um, Michael Wenu, who was originally at right guard, move out to right tackle and then have the rookie, City So, in at right guard seemed like a fantastic move and Mac Jones seems really comfortable there yeah I mean I got your your text right away saying 
we have a healthy O-line. And I was like, you know, of course you're out there playing Frisbee and you're still <laughs> looking at our O-line charts. But, um, yeah, I, I noticed it right away on our run plays. We saw the O-line pushing forward, allowing Ramondre and Zeke, ex-Cowboy Zeke, the new Patriot, um, freedom, <laughs> <laughs> actually be able to find some holes, find some gaps, and be able to push forward for positive yards, not having to fight to get back to the line of scrimmage. Like, that was a huge part we saw this week. And um, not only just on the run, like, Mac looked comfortable in a pocket yep. for, like, the first time since maybe his rookie season where he looked all right. But um, he looked good back there. Absolutely. Um, in terms of our O-linemen, the starting five, four out of the five offensive linemen received an elite or above-average grade from pro football focus. Um, the only one not to was Cole Strange mm. coming back from injury. So there's a little stat. Right. It's a little strange there. <laughs> Good joke, Kevin. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Good joke. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Um, but putting So, City So, in between Andrews and Awenu, he allowed to have, um, he was able to combo with them. Usually I would see some plays throughout the highlights I did watch that he would combo blocking with either Andrews or Awenu because I feel like everyone else was able to handle their opponent on their own. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if that's what you saw. No, I definitely did. And, uh, Kevin, I, I got a little more question, but this is more directed to you. Um, mm -hmm. So we saw earlier in the week, we saw Zeke say, like, he his mindset's not changed. Like, the season's not over. Playoff bound is what he said. And um, that, that that's probably due to maybe seeing the O-line in practice. Is that, that Zeke mentality something new for you? Or uh, what do you think? How do you think Zeke's going to help us throughout this year? I, I mean, the big thing for him, right, being able to watch him play from his rookie year, and especially w a little bit with his downfall too. I feel like post-suspension he kind of fell off a little bit for the Cowboys, but he needs running room. Mm -hmm. He he can't have a like a congested line. He needs holes, and that when, when he gets that running start and he gets that push, he's good for at least three, four yards at a time, right? So if your O-line can create those holes for him, he's going to do well. Yep. But this whole season, like Reese was saying, like, there haven't been holes, right. so your running backs can't hit hit those holes running and get some yards. So, I think for him to have that happen finally, where he's able to actually, he played pretty well. He looked good out there. It, you know, I think that mentality could be because he feels more comfortable running the ball and mm -hmm. the other running backs as well. Yeah. Does that answer your question there? Yeah. No, I that definitely works. <laughs> I want to follow up that. Um, I've always been curious for a Cowboys fan. Mm -hmm. How did you feel when Zeke did leave the Cowboys? Was there a feeling of like, oh, th it's okay, we have Tony Pollard, or was it like, was it a little bittersweet? It it was bittersweet because he did do a lot for our organization. I feel like his first two and a half, three seasons were really well. Mm -hmm. You know, he lead the he led the league in rushing yards two times in those yeah. three seasons. He was phenomenal. He was unstoppable. Right. It's just too bad that we if I think if we had our defense that we have now back then. We could have gone a little further, right? But f so I, I appreciate of all the things he did for us. We were able to make some playoff runs and stuff like that. Um, but I feel like it was his time. I think our system just wasn't working for him anymore. Under Kellen Moore, at least, Kellen Moore is a very pass-heavy coordinator. Mike McCarthy running the ball, that, that's all he does, right? He loves to run. So I think Zeke could have done a little bit better on the Cowboys this season than the past couple years. But um, it was bittersweet, you yeah. know. Tony Pollard's great. I'm happy he's finally gotten his chance. He's been doing pretty well. Um, but I feel like we are kind of missing that power back dynamic from Zeke, yep. which hurts because, mm -hmm. I mean, our red zone offense isn't great over that in Dallas. You know, yeah. it's not great. <laughs> so I think, you know, it's bittersweet. I think, you know, mm. I think it was good for both parties. Yeah. Um, speaking of Zeke, I want to bring us to a specific play within the fourth quarter. Um, it was – at the 13 minute 41 second mark, um, it was a first and 10. Um, Mac Jones uh, was standing in the pocket, and Ezekiel Elliott um, was on his left blocking. And then Cole Strange was actually on his right because he had pulled, um, and he was blocking on the right. And they were both being collapsed into him. But Mac Jones didn't panic at all, which I was surprised because I haven't seen that yet. Um, and he, it was a play-action play, and he was still was able 
to lob it beautifully. And um, Ian Eagle, um, the CBS broadcaster, um, said that he rainbowed <laughs> the ball to uh, third string tight end Pharaoh Brown. Um, it was a 26 yard completion. The trust that I saw, at least that it seemed to have, was incredible, and I haven't actually seen that this season. So I wanted to bring that up because I think that was really cool to see, and it's the first time this season that I've seen it. Yeah, it's it's definitely nice because, I mean, Zeke had a good block there, but when he can run, and we've been running all game, that opens up our play action, and that looked fantastic last game. I mean, Farrell Brown uh, – he might just be the best play action tight end in the league right now. I mean, I, I, every time he gets the ball, I feel like he's 20 yards downfield or in the end zone. But um, overall, I just think we looked so clean on offense. I want to bring it to the the first play of the game, Reese. I don't know if you saw, but um, it almost looked scripted. It almost looked like they knew exactly what to run at every play. And I know that's something that's done in the NFL. I'm not 100% how often, but we looked so good. There was motions from the the receivers left and right we just looked smooth yeah we had to f we had to you know finish with a field goal but right. overall we just moved that ball upfield so easily that it it set a pace for the entire game and and yeah. that that was something we've never seen this year yeah. never and i think that stems from the offensive line still yeah um which is surprising but um also um that i was pleasantly surprised to see was um, how DeMario Douglas was added into the offense. Um, can I get your thoughts on that, Nate? Yeah, Douglas had a game. I don't, I don't know exactly what he did, but I feel like every time I saw him with the ball, it was a great catch or a great play. Came up big. He, um, he was always moving too. I just brought up the motions. Like to start the game, he was moving. We were testing the Bills' like vision of: Are they playing man? Are they playing zone? Are they favoring run? Or this, that, and Mac. That's where Max' just natural skill comes in the game too. We um he audibles a lot. He he reads defensive well, and we got into a little trouble with the play clock at, towards the middle of the game. But yeah. um, but overall that looked so clean. And Demario Douglas or Demario whatever his name is um, he just set us up for that. Yeah, I was watching Douglas in the highlights, and I remember like I was looking there. I'm just like, why do I look at him and think of Dion Lewis? Yeah, I kept thinking of that. I kept thinking it, of it more and more. Um, Deion Lewis played in New England from 2015 to 2017. And this is what I looked up and found. And I was like, no wonder I'm thinking of this, even though that Douglas is a receiver and Deion Lewis right. was a running back. Um, Lewis was 5'8 and 195 pounds when he was in, in the league. Douglas is 5'8 and 192 pounds. <laughs> I was like, I don't understand how I saw that, but they look somewhat identical and I feel like he's really grown um, as a route runner um, and he had a season high of 37 snaps within the offense um, for this game. So as Bill Belichick was talking about kind of changing things up, switching it around, we, we alluded to that and talked about that m um, in um, some of the previous podcasts and at least the last one. Um, they definitely have changed things up a little bit and um, it's been for the better. Yeah. Now I we keep changing it up so much. Do you think that that's also why Max has been struggling a little bit? Because he, we keep changing offense. I mean, Tyquan Thornton came back from the injured reserve, but he's just not been in the game, and I'm curious why. I don't know if it's maybe his injury is still a little prolonged. He's not exactly where he should be, so we're, we're easing him in. But um, we just have, I feel like, a different receiving core, a different O-line. Uh, running backs and quarterback has obviously been the same, but it's been so different. Do you think this changing is is affecting us in any way? I think it is. Um, of course, when you're a player and your scheme or the w style of playing um, alters, you're gonna be set back a little bit. You're gonna you're gonna feel it because you're not necessarily comfortable. Um, some players may be. Some players definitely won't be. Um, but I think when I think about Tyquan Thornton, as you said, Tyquan Thornton is someone who has traditionally gone up along the sideline using his speed for the right. deep ball. Guess who else isn't also getting as much attention? Devontae Parker. So I think that, you know, attention towards the deep ball, at least within those receivers, 
isn't really being harped on as much. Um, and a guy like Douglas, who's going to have more success within the slot um, and kind of, you know, getting the rough of it all um, between linebackers, um, I think that's kind of what the Patriots are aiming for a little bit more. That's at least my perspective on it. Yeah, and Ke- Kevin, from an outside perspective, um, Cunningham, you know who that is? The quarterback slash receiver for the Patriots? Yeah, the, everyone wants him elevated from the practice squad, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so we signed him last week. Yep. We brought him up, played okay. him in the game. But then today, we dropped him. And he's, like, no longer with us on okay. the team. And Not even and practice squad? No, nope, released. we released wow. him. So... I was curious, what are your thoughts on that, like, uh, Taysom Hill, Cunningham, like, yeah. receiver slash quarterback? Do you think that's something the Patriots dabbled into and should have went with? Or do you think it was a good thing that Belichick said, you know what, never mind? I, I, I remember when it was, like, a Taysom Hill or Drew Brees kind of thing. And my honest opinion is that, like, a two-quarterback team doesn't work. You need to have one clear quarterback and one who, you know, might come in during garbage time. But I, I don't know if maybe, like, Cunningham coming in and taking over would work. I, I don't know if he did that during the game. Did he play at all during the game? or He he played. He had a few snaps. He okay. lined up at receiver and quarterback, but he never threw the ball okay. as, like, a, like a shotgun yeah. play. There might have been one play where he was supposed to, but then he okay. got sacked or had pressure on him, but... And, I mean, you look at Taysom Hill and all the things he's done on the Saints, being a, they're, they're quite literally a multi-tool of a player. He's done really well, and he's made a career for himself. He's a punt returner. He'll, he'll return kicks. He'll be quarterback, tight end, wide receiver, running back. He'll do anything, right? And I think if Cunningham could have done that for the Pats, it it could have worked really well for them because it just throws in that extra thing for a defense to prepare for because they're like, I don't know what he's going to do. He could be in anywhere, and it's just kind of that wild card of, you know, what what's he going to do, where are they going to go? But I think they could have dabbled a little more in it yeah. Um, again, I I didn't get to see that part of the game with him in, but I think that he could have done really well. And and if they did work on it, because Taysom Hill wasn't great when he started, right? He was mostly just a tight end and sometimes a quarterback, and you know sometimes special teams. He started special teams yeah. pretty much. I think it, it's a little you know it was cut too short for him. I I, I would have been excited to see what he could have done there. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely um something just sparked like a little little flame in my head when you You're said welcome. that you uh you said just something for them to prepare for do you think this was like a belichick scheme coming up with the bills he knows the bills are a big team so he throws in cunningham for a game just so the bills maybe take another day a few hours instead of pre- prepping for this pats team we know mm-hmm. but like trying to figure out what they're going to use cunningham for you think that's <laughs> something belichick and his evil lab cooked up i mean it's possible but I think at least within today's NFL, you're always going to be thinking about that. There's always going to be those players who are going to be versatile. We have a lot of those types of players that can play multiple positions. Um, but a team I think about is the Eagles. You know, yeah. They have the – Boo. I'm, I'm sorry, Kevin. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> no, we yeah. don't like them either. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we are mutual on this uh, feeling. Um they have just a bunch of players who can be vers- very versatile. The Dolphins are very speedy, and you have to prepare for various different players yeah. um, with a similar skill set. Um, maybe. That was a thought by Belichick. I don't know. Yeah. But it's a good thought. It's a good theory. Yeah, because, I mean, Belichick's known for this, like, just coming up with the weird things to do. I mean, we haven't seen any flea flickers or mm. wide receiver throws. Like, you know he's going to pull it out sometime soon. So I'm curious right. what he's cooking up. Right. I'm going to say, just to talk, circle back to that first question you posed, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think, because we haven't really seen what Cunningham could do before that, right, um, I don't think the Bills would have been that worried about Because, right. like, even though they brought him up from the practice squad, doesn't mean they're going to play. True. People are brought up from the practice squad all the time. So, yeah. honestly, with a rivalry ga- game, they know the team. I don't think that that adding that one player really affected the Bills that much, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah. It was probably... And I like what you said there because I could see them just trying it out. Yeah. You know, they w- needed, you know, a swing in momentum since mm-hmm. they were playing so poor in the past few games. Um, 
they needed some some spark. True. Um, and so that was just one of the experiments, probably. Um, but Kevin, you mentioned special teams. You just said mm -hmm. it, and I went. I want to talk about special teams. Okay. I want to give a little yeah. love. Um, Bryce Beringer, our rookie punter, he had a 64-yard punt, which is fantastic, in the second quarter. It went from the New England 30 to the Buffalo 6. And then Buffalo yeah. had a 3 and out. Yeah. Isn't that wonderful? It was I great. I like saying that. It was almost like we knew what we were doing. Yeah, yeah he's got a lot of <laughs> practice punting, I <laughs> guess. <laughs> a lot of All practice right punting. Now. <laughs> That's kind of fun. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah. I'll give you that. Um, I want to... Um, talk about the last um, play in the game. It was just interesting to me. Once again, I got to watch highlights. Um, on the last play of the game, um, it appeared maybe Buffalo was intending to have some kind of lateral at the end, not a Hail Mary. Um, and the Patriots put out nine defensive backs. Um, one of them was Brendan Schooler, the special teamer. Right. Been playing very well. One linebacker, um, which is Marte Mapu, who is practically and very close to being defensive back. He's um, quite slim compared to the rest of the linebackers. Um, and then finally, Matthew Slater was out there, who's a wide receiver, but really he's not. He's really a special teamer. I'll just say I love Matthew Slater and the career he's oh. had at, at New England. Mm. Mad respect for him. Hey. Made a career out of being. A dog at special teams. On, on behalf of Slater, I appreciate <laughs> yeah. that. Shout he's out, he's <laughs> shout out shout Slater. Out. If you're listening, Slater, shout out. Yeah, but I thought that was interesting. Yeah, what I don't I don't think I've seen that um, personnel grouping before yeah. on defense. I mean, those those plays are so hard because it's it's almost like you. You know you're going to stop them, but if you don't, then you blow everything. So And you get the media lashback. Yeah, so, like, obviously what we did is not through Gusecki, Hunter Henry, or Farrell Brown out there to try to stop them because that didn't work in uh, the Pats' past if we remember the Miami Miracle. But uh, yeah. yep. Yep. It's, it, it was interesting because Allen's got a gun, so yep. I don't know if they were like, hey – Let's try to run and flea flick because they're going to send everybody small back, and then we didn't, or we did, or it. It's one of those plays. It's like I I'm going to show you my cards and hope they're better. I think it's a matter of having more speed on that. And Slater and Schooler are two players who have um, the experience of you know downing punts when the ball's flying in the air and they're racing down to down it. So they have that experience. And they're two guys that I think Belichick trusts. Yeah. Um, they're, just they're very great special teamers. Um, and so I think they just want more speed out there because um, some teams will go on the side of, we're going to blitz quarterback before he can even get it out, send maybe seven guys. But, you know, they said, we're going to back everybody up. Yeah, not you know, with digs. You're <laughs> my 11 guys against maybe your five or six. It was It was definitely interesting. I mean, the whole game – Seemed interesting because on defense-wise, because we looked good, but we didn't look great. Yes, the Buffalo offense is a great offense, but, like, we would look fantastic and get it great pressure and make them roll out and make Josh Allen throw a bad pass, which is hard to do. But then we would also give up third and 15s, and yeah. then we would give up third and 12s, and we give up fourth and twos. And it's just stuff like that that we – we got to work on because if you're on third down and it's past like third and three, third and two, you have to make the stop. You will right. lose game after game if you're giving up third and five pluses. And it it's just been so interesting to look out because without Judon, the pressure has been an issue. But the pressure was there. There was just no tackling involved. Mm. And that was something I saw throughout that whole game was Allen had to roll out. He had to look deep. He had to look to his third option. But there shouldn't be a third option. We need to work on that, getting to him and just bringing him down. Yeah. Do you think with this uh, trade deadline coming up that the Pats might have to do something to fill that gap with Judon, even if it's an older veteran who's got maybe a year or two left? Because that's a big chunk of your defense missing there, that, that pressure. I know, Nate, we've yeah. talked about this before. Yeah, it it's – 
That's so hard because going into this season, we if you would have told me the injuries we had, I would have been like, you're mm. kidding. This is Madden and you turned up the injuries to 100. <laughs> but um, it, it it's something Belichick's not known for. Like he's not he's not going to be like, all right, let's go take some guy who doesn't know our playbook and throw him in there midseason. He he's known for. All right. This guy's been in our. You know, 53-man roster, hasn't seen the field, but I've taught him things for three years. Let's throw mm-hmm. him out there. Okay. So yeah. I, I I don't see them getting a big piece in it. If we do get some trades, I'm not thinking veterans. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking some role players. Yeah. I, I feel pretty confident that they won't target someone um, for a trade um, on defense. Um, maybe on offense, um, if they really were feeling like they wanted to get rid of um, Parker or something like that. Yeah. I don't necessarily expect that, but I have trust in the other pass rushers, mm. um, like Keon White, Josh Uche, Dietrich Wise Jr. Who's hurt, right? Correct. Yeah. So, But is he – I I more asked that. I, I saw that he was hurt. I didn't know he was hurt. Is he hurt as in – He's not going to play. He's on injured reserve, or is he he's hurt? Back. As in, he'll he's play back. this Sunday. <laughs> All right, that that's big. Uche Uche had so many sacks last year. He just got overlooked by Judon, who had more and who mm-hmm. was amazing. Like, Uche is that pressure sack guy, yeah. so that's good to know that he is coming back. Yeah. Um, not to get into too many negatives. Who we have not had to talk about many <laughs> negatives, um, yeah. but the tackling yesterday was quite awful at least in the second half um where the majority of points were given up um i saw that the patriots allowed 106 yards um after initial contact which is 31 percent of total yards (laughs) that the bills had (laughs) yesterday they had a total of 339 um and I, i i don't necessarily think that's something like oh they did this wrong I think it's just one of those games that it just didn't go the way they wanted to. Th- you know, they uh, I know there was a Stephon Diggs touchdown um, where J.C. Jackson and Miles Bryant were involved. Yeah. They couldn't bring him down. You know, it, they played against a team that's faster paced. They're a better team. They have um, high quality players on their offense. I think the game was just a little quicker pace. They weren't able to tackle as many players. They learn from it. Yeah, that's that's my perspective. It was before the game on our Instagram post, we did mention that like the, a huge part is this one-on-one tackling against the Bills, and and we didn't we didn't execute it great, but we still pulled down the win. So honestly, w- let's go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we gotta we gotta keep it we gotta keep this little upbeat. Like we just got our second win, our second divisional win. Some teams they might have three or four wins without two divisional wins right now. That's it's still early. Still very early, and I'm not trying to get our New England hopes up too high, but, man, they're not low right now for me. They're up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, to kind of roll this out, this was Bill Belichick's 300th career regular season win. <laughs> they grow up so fast. <laughs> <laughs> um, he absolutely downplayed honor. Big surprise. Downplayed the honor. Uh, he said, quote, it's great, but I'm really more focused on our team and this year. We'll worry ab- about that later. Thank you. <laughs> end quote. Yeah, three hundred one. Uh, that was a traditional uh, Bill Belichick quote for you. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> yep. I, <laughs> I, don't I don't care. I don't care about your stupid question. Let's move on. On yeah. to Miami, please. Let's talk about <laughs> football now. That's crazy. I mean, three hundred wins. Like, uh, that's how many? There's sixteen. No, six. There used to be sixteen games played, seventeen weeks, and yep. now there's seventeen games played, eighteen yep. weeks. So sixteen games. 300 wins that's <laughs> man that's like my whole life right there <laughs> and he just doesn't lose yeah crazy i will say i think i saw was, he's like what number three all-time wins for head coaches now yep that's that's ridiculous i think good for him yeah yeah so. there's definitely at least if i was him a little small part of him that's like hmm, i'm pretty good yeah oh yeah and it's also nice to see like i mean i love our boy brady but you know he left us and he got like oh he broke this. He broke that. He's got more. He's got more. And I love it. And I'm all for it. And I will post it on everything. But, like, it was nice to see, you know what? <coughs> Belichick did something, too. Like, yeah. there we go. There's an accomplishment without Brady that Belichick has. He got his 300th win yep. with Mac Jones. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and it's nice to see. Yeah. Um, and I saw, too, that there is a little press release that he secretively <coughs> or they kind of under the table signed a multi-year contract with New England. Yeah, they did. Which was crazy. This was a lucrative uh, deal. Multi-year contract. So now do we think he's going to stay? Do we think we're he's going to leave? <laughs> now that this is, has been released, that's yeah. kind of... I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep him. I, I, yeah. I really want to keep him. I, I know there's times my emotions get on me when we have some blowouts, and I think it's all Belichick's fault, but... Man, he's too good. He is too good. Yep. I, w- I will keep him for as long as he wants. Well, let me just throw something out here, too, because I know he is your GM as well. Yes. Yes. Do you think maybe he steps down as GM and just is the head coach? No, I love that idea. Um, I can't remember if I talked about this um, in a previous episode, but I love that idea. Um, if Robert Kraft feels that he's not doing what, as well of a job at general manager mm-hmm. i can absolutely see that happening because yeah. i don't think he's unfireable he's no. still someone who can be fired um but i th- i think i still think he's a great coach i just think that sometimes general manager manager skills are not up to par right yeah and i say this because i think the reason why that you know that that news that he signed a giant contract over this the summer was to tell kind of Pats fans who are like, it's time for him to leave, to be like, no, he he's here to stay. Yeah. You know, you think about all he's done for this team, it's, it's here to stay. But you look at younger GMs and what they're doing with the league. Like, mm-hmm. you look over at the Dolphins, the 49ers, look at the teams that they've been able to build. And they're good. Their records are good. Maybe the teams need some tweaks still. But, you know, maybe it is time as a, you know, bring it back to the Cowboys. Jerry Jones has done great things with the Cowboys, right? It's time for him to give up that GM role. Yeah. Be the owner. But, oh, my God, do we need somebody new as a GM. Because yeah. he, he, he's just old, mm-hmm. you know. It, it's, it's his time to kind of step down because I, I, maybe Bill Podrick is doing this too, but making just making dumb decisions when it comes to drafting or, or trading or just, you know, roles as a GM. Yeah. I mean, I totally understand that. And if I think that's right, it sounds about right. But, uh, like, Bel- Belichick's our grumpy old grandpa. <laughs> If he's coaching, he's choosing to who's going to be on his team. Yeah, I do not see Belichick being like, "Sure, you tell me what to do." Mm. Like, I, I just feel like as long as he's our head coach, he will be our GM. And maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm right. Who knows? I just I, personally, I cannot see Bill Belichick say, mm-hmm. "Yeah, I'm done." Like, I'm done being the GM, but I'll still be your head coach. Yeah, I think that would be a conversation between him and Kraft. Yeah, where if that were to be a case, and Kraft wanted that. I think Kraft would put it on the table and be like, I would like to make you head coach, bring in someone new at general manager. And if Bill Belichick has a problem with that, he has a problem with that. And Deuces. Ma- yeah. And bye-bye. Yeah. It's it's time to move on. Yeah. Um, but I guess we'll never know unless it happens. I mean, I just hope our, our coaching staff stays with us because, I mean, we got Gerard Mayo with us now. Like, he, I thought, was going to be the one to take over Belichick's role. But if we're saying Belichick's going to be here for a while, is, is Gerard Mayo really going to stick around and be the guy never on screen being with the defense? He, like, I, I hope we don't hold on to him too late where once he's gone, we don't really have backups. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'll say this again. I'll bring, I'll bring up the Dolphins. Look at Mike McDaniels, right? Right? That's his name? Yeah. Yep. The head coach over there? Look at where he started in the, in the amount of backup roles he had, the quarterback's coach, offensive coordinator, you know. And and look at him now. Like he's young, yes. And he he's made a great name for himself. But I think he's I think he's like a younger, happier, goofier <laughs> Bill Belichick almost. Like the the things that guy's saying, he's a lot smarter than he lets on. Yeah. And I think he's gonna be a great he's gonna have a good career as a head coach. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's definitely um put some new ideas into an organization. Yeah. yeah. Um talking about the speed. Like oh he's my getting God. track stars. Oh my God! You know, and they're reaching out to different types of players, and yeah. um, you know the sky's the limit. They're an attractive team right now. Yeah, <laughs> they're getting some big names. Absolutely. I feel like they're almost in a win now scenario because once all those contracts come up, it, it, it's gonna there, be there's no way they can resign. It's it's a superstar team right now. Um, with all the think of all the big names they have, right? Um, I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, you know, 
I like that. Yeah, I, it it's going to be interesting, at least for them, and to see what other teams do with that. How to create a team that's kind of like the Dolphins, like the Eagles, like the 49ers, and then maintain it mm. for a number of years, because um, that's what New England has done. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, those different times where mm-hmm. those teams looked very, very different. Um, but you wonder if those, will they maintain the level um, that they're at right now or not? Hey, um, before we before we roll on, let's not overlook this Pats win. Let's give That's it up. Right. Let's give it up. Thanks, Kevin, for the oh, time. I'm, I'm clapping for those who can't see. I am yes. clapping. For those who can't see me right now, I'm totally Mac grittying and Gusecki <laughs> grittying on the Bills Mafia jerseys right now. Wow. So, all those folding tables. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all those folding tables. Yeah. Um, like, Gusecki yeah. got his touch on a National Tight Ends Day. Oh, happy birthday. birthday. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday. <laughs> He's always good for like a good walk-off touchdown here oh. and there, you know. It was so goofy. Yeah. That oh. touchdown was so Dude, goofy. Dude, that energy yeah. is what the Pats need. Moral like, booster right there. I don't know what the heck Mac was doing on that celebration, but I loved it. I and think they're going to be pretty confident going into other games. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. He should just do that walking out of the tunnel. You got the Brady pump and the Mac whatever the heck that was <laughs> down the aisle. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, let's move on into our – is it your favorite segment, do you think? Yeah, it's, it's uh, top four. You don't like the games, though? Well, that's what I mean. I like our pregame, <laughs> postgame, and games. You like the whole thing. Yeah. We're doing hot takes. And if you don't know what our hot takes segment is, is when we um, call someone in, or if we um, have a special guest, um, that being Kevin this time, Hello. They, <laughs> um, they will give us a hot take that they have that they would like to share. So, Kevin, the floor is yours. Um, what's your hot take for today? Hot take. Uh, sports players in general get paid way too much money. They're not that important. Yes, yes, they're performers, and they give us such good entertainment. They get paid too much. There's people who teach the youth of America, the next generation of people who get criminally underpaid. So with that being said, I think that these athletes, these naturally gifted, you know, diamond in a rough type of people who are able to, you know, play these sports at such a high competitive level. And, and there's teachers and other people out there who are doing jobs who don't get paid nearly enough for the hours they work, the, the hard jobs they do. It's just not fair. And, you know, you can't have more teachers because people don't want to do the job, right? right. You know, so real reallocate some of that money. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. I was just having my fists in the air. Uh, yeah, the salary cap, at least for the NFL, has continued to rise, and it's very unnecessary. I'm glad that there are fantastic athletes out there, mm-hmm. and that they're very good at their jobs. But you have other people who are also very good at their jobs and that are essential for human beings, for that matter. We're talking about teachers, nurses, doctors, police officers, all the above. And they're not being paid well at all. And these athletes are getting paid millions of dollars. um, And for the greatest ones, over a span of time, they could reach a billion, which is a crazy amount just to think of, mm. you know, in general, for one single person who is throwing around or catching a ball of some sort, or if you're a hockey fan, a puck. Um, <laughs> that, that's crazy, in my opinion. So I, I 100% agree with your hot take. I love it. Yeah, I, I, I agree, too. I mean, I think I'm glad you said something. It's something that people overlook all the time and have controversy of, but, um, like, it just it needs to be changed whether it's the actual amount they can have or they go to more of like a they all just earn shares of what they make and it's just they're getting lots of monies and i mean in the nfl itself the money's not right i mean you got guys like daniel jones making more money than saquon barkley yeah and that's all just because like it's because quarterbacks make 40 million dollars a year like minimum <laughs> yeah like it's just because and it's something i definitely to think yeah we need to look at yeah i would hope that the spectrum from like the lowest amount paid from the highest amount mm. would kind of come to mm-hmm. a, a medium um because i've also seen players who are maybe on the practice squad mm-hmm. 
who really don't get a whole lot of money at all for the time that they spend within the facility. So maybe bring it down to the middle. Yeah. And you also you, you look at Brock Purdy, right? He needs a roommate to live in San Francisco. Yeah. And he's a starting, you know, he's a captain of his team. He's a starting quarterback. He's only lo- lost now two regular season games in his career, even though it's been a short one. But, I mean, and then you look at, I, sorry, I looked it up, but Patrick Mahomes, in my opinion, the best player in the NFL. Yeah. He's yep. fantastic. I hate how good he is. <laughs> um, makes $6,000 per day, which is roughly $100 per minute. Wow. <laughs> That's Come an unfathomable number. Yeah. Like, you can't fathom that. Yeah. Um, but thank you for your hot take. Yeah. Anytime. I like it. It's different. And yeah. it's something that we as fans have to be aware about. Yeah. It's too much. It's too much money. Too much. It's our That's money. A, it's our money. Yeah. You know, we pay money to go to those games. <laughs> you know where their money goes? Their paycheck. <laughs> their Come paycheck. On, they should pay us, man. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we should pay us. Maybe we shouldn't go to the games anymore, Nate. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, Bill, I want that money back for that. Since, <laughs> <laughs> since they g- put an e- uh Goose egg on the scoreboard. Yeah, it was um, the Saints game. Yeah. Don't. Oh yeah, that was fun. I was at that game too. No, I saw yeah. you there. I saw you too. It was wow. fun. It was a good game. Cool little reunion. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of like upset that I saw it. Hey, it's all right. We beat the Bills. Yeah. Oh, sorry, not beat we. Bill. You beat the Bills. <laughs> we beat the Bills. You. The players and I. The criminally overpaid <laughs> players beat <laughs> the criminally overpaid the players bills. of the Bills. Yes. Yeah. Moral of the story. <laughs> Well, uh, Kevin, you got a time? Yeah, is it snack time or something? I don't, I don't think so. Reese, you got a time? I've an idea, but I'm not, not 100% sure. It's game time, yep, baby. it is. It's game time. For those who don't know, on this podcast time, we pick a game to play one a week. I pick one last week, and we go every other. This week, it's Reese's turn. Reese, what game you got? Well, as you know, we're getting pretty close to Halloween. Spooky time. Spooky season. Mm. Um, So I have a Halloween-themed game for you both. Um, I'm going to play into your strengths. Kevin, say Cowboys fan. Boo. Ah! (laughs) Good joke. Good joke, Everton. (laughs) And Nate is a Patriots fan. Yeah. Which is fantastic. And in this game, um, you are both going to attempt to name the last five passers. Uh-oh. So the last five players, any player, does not have to be a quarterback, mm-hmm. who threw the ball. The last five players, so the most recent one. Okay. Based on how many you get correct, so either zero to five, you will then have to assemble a team of players within your division to go against three Halloween villains. <laughs> Chucky, oh. Pennywise, and Michael Myers. So say that go you ahead. got three of the passers correct, three out of the uh, latest five. You would be able to p- uh, pick three players within your respective divisions, so for Nate, the AFC East, for Kevin, the NFC mm-hmm. East, mm-hmm. Um, to go against these villains. Okay. Okay, Kevin. I'm going to send it over to you mm-hmm. because you're our guest. Would you like to start or would you like Nate to start? I'll defer to the second half of the game. <sighs> okay. So I'm going to put Nate, Nate on the spot You're going to be starting yep. to name, one, like I said, the most recent passers that New England has, the, the last five. Okay. And you're going to have 20 seconds to name those last five. Okay. How are you feeling? I'm – I'm I'm confident for like three. I feel like there's some sneaky receivers or running backs who threw the ball that I forgot about. Yeah, yeah. The spooky season yeah. is encroaching, it's scaring mm-hmm. me a little bit. We should give them an encroachment penalty. Speaking about seasons, this is excluding preseason, correct? This is excluding preseason. Good. All right. All right. That yes. Also. This is regular season and postseason. Got it. Cool. Are you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Go for it. All right. Mac Jones. Yep. Bailey Zappi. Yep. From there, you know, let me just go last five. You know, did Newton sneak in that five spot? Nope. No, he did not. So it's from there. Five oh, seconds. Oh, um, I don't know. Hoyer. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Time's up. 
Yeah, got three. Yeah, Hoyer was in there. Yep. But so you got Mac Jones right. You got Bailey Zabby right. You got Brian Hoyer right. There was two more um, that had passes in the 2021 season. Yeah. Neither of them were quarterbacks. Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick Bourne and Jacoby Myers. I knew Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Myers, forgot about, but uh, I, I should have just went with my gut. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's three. That's, that's right. You got that's not three. bad. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I'm, I'm feeling a little less confident. The whole like Dak Prescott injuries kind of throwing me off for a loop, and you know, it's all right. We'll we'll see how this goes. All right, Kevin, it's your all turn. Right. All right, to name the five. Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Have Dak, at it. Dak Prescott. Yep. Cooper Rush. Yep. I don't think Trey Lance has yet. Nope. Um, Ben DiNucci. Nope. Oh dang. Um, close though. Um. Um. Wow. Uh, so definitely not. Five seconds. Andy Dalton. Yes. Uh, Ooh, uh, Garrett, something Wilson, Cedric yep, Wilson. Yep. That's for I just time, beat that's, that's all right. Flag on the field, our challenge play. Uh, he said definitely not, and you said yeah. <laughs> Say again? He said definitely not Andy Dalton, and you I, said yeah. I, <laughs> is that the name? I said Andy Dalton. Oh, boo. All I'm saying is I, I – I thought all right, it was all right. he was too far removed because he hasn't been on our team right. for like the I, past I, two I didn't, seasons. All right. I didn't write a rule book. As on this. our guest, yeah. I'll play nice. Oh, oh, how nice of you! You're just upset because I beat you. And <laughs> fun fact for all the listeners: I also beat Nate in Madden right before this. <laughs> Whoa! All right, um, all, so right. all right. He's just a he's just losing to me. Brings down his today. ego a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. It's big enough. <laughs> all right. So, Kevin got four. Nate got three. I should have said Kendrick Bourne. I ha- I knew it. I don't know why I didn't it's all say right. it. It's all right. So th- at this point in the um, game, we'll be having Kevin go next um, to pick his team. Hmm. These NFL players must be currently playing. In our division, correct? Correct. Cool. Within your division. Cool. Um, like in previous games, we've had retired players. That is off the boards. Okay. You can only have current mm-hmm. players. Um, so you have four slots to fill up your team. Against Chucky, against Pennywise, mm-hmm. and against Michael Myers. Got got any thoughts so far on yeah. how you're gonna stumble this First team? First up, give me the lion. Give me Michael Parsons. Wow. That wow. man is scary. Yep. So he's definitely beating Chucky. Right, I don't know about team. I don't know about Pennywise, uh, but give, yeah, definitely Michael Myers too. Yeah. Um, next up, I'm gonna get another dog in here. Give me Demarcus Lawrence. Another cowboy. It's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. he, he, they scare quarterbacks. They're going to scare those villains. Third, I'm going to go out. You know, it's, it's Halloween. These villains are scary. Give me Scary Terry. Terry McLaurin <laughs> from the Commanders. Um, I think, you know. Using your head. Yeah. He, scary's in the name. Yeah. Right? Last up. This is a tricky one. This is number yeah, four. Yeah, I mean, I think about Chucky as a smaller guy. Real <laughs> small. You're talking small. Give me Deuce Vaughn, baby. <laughs> Deuce Vaughn. Another he's quick, cowboy, folks. He's shifty. He'll beat Pennywise because he looks like a kid, and Pennywise gets beaten by a bunch of kids. <laughs> he's young. I don't know how talented he is. I don't have high hopes for him yet. He, he's got to prove me right. But, you know, you said you said short like Chucky. Give me right. give me Deuce Vaughn. All That's right. a good team right there. Yeah. That pff, We're going undefeated, Drafted baby. Just this past draft. Yeah. Good list. Thanks, Way to go man. out of the Cowboys there. Yeah, you really, <laughs> Thanks, uh, man. really had a good list of Cowboys. You know, if they can't stop the Cardinals, how are they supposed to stop the like? That's where Terry McLaurin comes in. <laughs> oh, oh. All right, all right. Hey, they could stop the Pats though, so try not to pick <laughs> any Pats fans because we'd still beat you. All righty. All right, Nate. How are you gonna um, turn fire there? Because you only got three slots. Yeah, still a good amount. Mm. Yeah, just one-on-ones. You know, we talked about one-on-ones last game and how crucial it is. This is bigger because these guys are big. These guys are scary. Well, maybe not Chucky, but um, <laughs> you're right. not scared of Chucky. <laughs> it's a doll, dude. Come Put on, put some gasoline man. on it and let it match. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> all right. Um, so I wish all time was a thing because you know Pennywise. I thought it'd be hilarious to pick Sam Darnold just because, like, you know, he sees ghosts. He can he can help us, but but. <laughs> I'm going to go off strong with the cheetah for Pennywise mm. because he just sneaks up on you everywhere. You're going to need someone to come up quick to you, help you out. You know, he might be little, but he's fast, he's strong, and he's not scared of a lot. So he'd just make right, 
so much fun of him right to his face and mm-hmm. beat him up. Now you like Tyreek Hill? I do. I really do. He's a uh, he <laughs> he's just a player that I admire his skill. Like I hate that he kind of does good on other teams, but it, it's hard to deny that he's a great player. Mm-hmm. He's been doing it for a while now. Yeah, and um, now I'm gonna go on to like Michael Myers. Um, wow, I you know, can I can he be injured? Yeah, all right. I didn't say you couldn't. So yes, give me Judon. I need okay. that leader. Yep. I need someone big. I need someone to get by him. Someone to take him down. You know, Judon, those red red sleeves. I'll trust him anywhere. Hide some of Michael Myers' blood. Mm. But um, just <laughs> not on the Cowboys' field. <laughs> oh, too soon. <sighs> too, soon. Right. too soon. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but good for the theme. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Now, Chucky. Oh, Chucky. <laughs> Are you speaking? Give me. Oh, give me. You know what? This is going to be from the Dolphins. Sorry, Jets. Sorry, Bills. You know what? Never mind. Audible on the play. Give me the Bills. Give me Tyler Bass. I'm taking Chucky. Mm. So kick him across the field. Okay. We can snap him, place him, and boom. There he goes. Boom. I feel like I might just be saying this before thinking, but I feel like Tyler Bass is probably the best kicker in the AFC East. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty good. So, uh, yeah, I, the I Dolphins kicker is pretty too. good too, right? I don't know who, who they got now. I don't know. Uh, who I don't, who did you this? say? The Dolphins kicker? Uh, Jason Sanders. He's pretty good, too. Oh, yeah. But I, I would I would take Bass over him. It's a good pick. Yeah. <laughs> who did you think about saying? Is there, like, an honorable mention that you are going to mention? Um, You know, I was going to say um, Bailey Zappi. Uh, sorry, not Bailey. <laughs> Jake Bailey, because... He was the punter, uh, and yep. that was the kick mm. him across the field kind of deal. But Tyler Bass, I feel like, is a better pick there. I forgot to mention, too, um, that on the Cowboys list, the only one you didn't get was Ezekiel Elliott. Mm. He was now a Patriot. That's our mm. boy. Yeah. I almost said him, too. Mm. It's, it's sad. Uh, that, that fatal final play, the mm. 49ers mm. game, playoffs, ugly. 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 Yeah. I know he didn't throw the ball. No. Actually, you know, he did throw the ball. Or no, did he just get sacked? He threw the ball, but it was an incompletion. That's what it was. Gotcha. <sighs> Dang. I want to throw in my own little twist of this game. Unplanned. I want to let you have another player. Me? Either one of you. Me. <laughs> okay. Not me. All right. Got competition. This is going to be a little bit more personal towards me. If you can name... One out of the two New England Patriots players that I have met. Oh, Malcolm Butler. Give me Malcolm Butler. Then you can get another player. You have to name at least one. Oh, you mentioned this. Malcolm Butler. I've seen the picture. <laughs> he put in his pick, so I guess that's off the table. It's um, you snooze, you lose, a lineman, Trump. right? I can't say nothing. Can't say anything. He met him while buying shoes. I remember the story. Oh, I didn't meet him. I didn't talk to him. Ooh, that's not. I saw him. him. There's a difference. There's a difference. You m- oh, um, the two players I'm talking about, I've met and talked to. Oh well, that's really cool, and I don't know, so I'm gonna throw a hail mary and say. Kyle Van Noy. Not Kyle Van Noy. But Kevin's right. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, I did meet Malcolm Butler. That's cool. Um, yeah. Who was the other? Autograph. The other was Sony Michelle. Ooh. Oh, I met Sony right. Michelle. Um, so that was kind of cool. I still really like him. I know he didn't do wonderful, but I still like him a lot. Mm. I have his jersey, too. Nice. Yeah. From Super Bowl 53, which was Nice memories. It was. Mm. Yeah. The good old times for y'all. So, Kevin, you get another player. Good thing my team. You have any thoughts this on this extra player is going to be a new addition to the team? This hurts me because I hate this team, oh. but I respect this player so much. Oh, no. Give me Jason Kelsey. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yep. He is going we to. We talked about Jason Kelsey last week. Yeah. Beat up any of those Halloween villain chumps. 
in his sleep. <laughs> yeah. Beat them. Yeah. Pulverize them. Yeah. No no contest. It just has to He's going to tush them pushes. Yeah, once the be- <laughs> once the tush push them tushes. That's what I would say. Yeah. Good good job. Tush push. Yeah. Once the beard comes in sight. Nothing else That's will a beautiful be. Beautiful beard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for playing. Thanks, man. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Do we have any Halloween ideas for what we're dressing up as? My roommates and I are doing Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Yeah, you are. Yeah, so I'm I'm going to be a dwarf. Almost Snow White, but that went to somebody else. Gotcha. Oh, that's a good one. Nate? My, um, my costume this year will be, I think, a fruit. I know I'm... A fruit? I think I'm going to try to go find a banana costume <laughs> somewhere. I just... I was feeling it this year. Yeah. Don't slip. I try not to. What about you, Reese? I'm going to be uh, the Mr. Ted Lasso. Oh, himself. okay. Um, for those who haven't seen me in person or pictures, I have a beard. Beard's going away. Beard is going away. It's just mustache. Mustache Reese. <laughs> mustache Reese. Yes. The only mustache for Ted Lasso. Crazy. That'll be wonderful. So that's, those who will see awesome. me on the weekend, come uh, find me. I'll be Ted Lasso. Well, thanks for playing. That was yeah. fun. And as always, we will have the results up on our Instagram as a poll. You let us know who you think won. Yes, please do. Um, it's Kevin, I won. I had more players. Oh, <laughs> Kevin has his opinion. But Kevin, um, mm-hmm. we have a we have a handle. Yes. For Instagram at Foxborough Fanatics. Can yes. Do you happen to know the handle for that? I do. It is Foxborough underscore Fanatics. That's absolutely right. Yeah. Go check us out. Right Go on the dot. vote. Please do. See which team yeah. is best. And if you like Kevin's opinion, go with it. Or not. But sometimes less is more, and in this case it is. Mm, when you're against a Halloween villain, I don't know, though. The more the merrier. All right, let's move into this preview um, for the game against the Miami Dolphins. Another really good team, um, but we certainly have the uh, moral booster from this past game mm. to work off of. Um, I wouldn't say... Patriots fans should feel confident. I would say the players probably feel much more confident yeah. going into this game, especially when the um, personnel O-line shift has occurred, and we're feeling a lot more confident with our protection. Oh, yeah. I mean, they barely got us last time. Cole Strange came yep. up just a bit short. Who knows what that game would have been with another few inches. Right. I, I think we're ready to go. I think we're ready to go. Tyreek was pretty quiet last game. I mean, he had that touchdown, but it was like a two-yard, one-yard screen touchdown. I mean, anybody could have done that, let's be real. So, let's see how we do this week but without Christian Gonzalez. Last time he was on Tyreek, and that was a big part of why Tyreek was quiet. And yes, we have J.C. Jackson back, but it's going to be interesting to see how we try to contain the team. Yeah, because last time around uh, in week one, we had Christian Gonzalez covering yep. Tyreek Hill, and he did a really fantastic job at that. So y- you would wonder, you'd think that Hill would probably be matched up against J.C. Jackson. I wonder if Jonathan Jones will be at that position because um, he has been in the past, and he's a bit faster. Yeah. So I wonder, and then maybe put Jackson against Jalen Waddle. Who uh, who's Probably questionable. I don't know if he's going to play. I know he had some back issues last game, mm-hmm. so we'll see how that affects. But um, I also think without Judon this week, last week he brought the pressure. Like, we got to get there quick because you leave the cheetah and you leave the penguin out there running if he does play. Like, they'll get open. So yep. we got to make these plays quick. I know it's hard to play speed with speed, but we got <laughs> to. We have to bring the pressure. Right. Now – you guys are talking a lot of uh, Cheetah and Waddle, right? You're forgetting a crucial part of that offense in Raheem Mozart. Mm, yeah. If your defensive line cannot contain him and your linebackers, he will destroy you. Yeah. So you best hope that that defensive front shows up, ready to play, ready to fight the run. Because it, I already know, like if the, if those Dolphins can't do their gunslinging offense to you know those deep balls and stuff. Those screen passes to Raheem Mozart are dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, in uh, last game, um, Raheem Mostert put up 121 yards. Yeah. Uh, rushing in the game, um, as typically what Bill Belichick does is he takes away your best weapon, which leaves out 
the next guy. And for a Dolphins team, there's a lot of guys <coughs> who can do a lot of things. Yeah. Um, so you take away Hill, you take away Waddle, like you said, Kevin. Most are still there, and he can do some serious damage within that game. So mm-hmm. everyone has to step up in this game. Yeah, it, it's definitely a, a hard week. The Dolphins are one of those teams that you got to play almost flawless with. They just came off a loss against the Eagles, so they're definitely beatable. Yeah. But you have to play flawless. Yeah, and um, you talked about with the loss. You know, the Dolphins, whether it's subconscious or not, um, they're probably not feeling great after an Eagles loss. Mm. Patriots are up because they just got their first win in a while. Um, and it was against the Bills, um, which is a rival. So um, that's something to consider, too. There might be a change in energy. So use that. I would hope that New England will use that energy going into this game. Yep. Yeah, it, it's it's one of those games, too, where, don't get me wrong, I'm not undercutting the Dolphins' defense, but they're an offensive team, and we're a defensive team. So it, it's one of those matchups that can go really well for us or really poorly. Mm, yeah. Because if our defense, which we are known for, and yes, we're a little hurt right now, but known for our defense, could step up, limit this Dolphins team, and we just got to hope our offense, who rolled against Bill's last game, can roll against these Dolphins. Yeah, I think starting out strong, like the New England defense did against the Bills, first, the first offensive play was a – Pepper's interception. Um, so starting out like that would be wonderful. I feel like the Patriots defense played pretty close to perfect in the first half. You keep that up against the Dolphins team, and then if the Patriots offense played like they did this past game, I don't see why they don't have a chance to do it. I think um, I think they found the change that they needed. You know, they had um, injured players come back. I think it's just building off of that, working with what we got. I think the change that they wanted to see um, has come around. Um, it's just building off of it now. Where else can we go? How much better can we get now that we're kind of out of this hole that we saw before? You mentioned Peppers. I would love to see Peppers make another big play. Mm. I mean, he had that fumble, forced fumble against Jalen Hurts. He had that big, big hit against Devontae Adams. And then picking off Josh Allen, like, oh, let's just keep the train rolling with Peppers. And who knows? Who uh, Maybe he'll he'll come up big, and that's such a momentum switch for us. Yeah, speaking of Jabril Peppers, um, talking, um, going back to what Kevin said about Mostert and the rushing game. Um, Mostert, I'm sorry, not Mostert, Peppers um, is considered by, again, pro football re- um, focus, the best run defender in the league. Yeah. A grade of 93.0. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> I <laughs> like that. Let's hope they're right. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's hope they're right. So you'll imagine maybe he'll have um, some one-on-one time with Mostert. Mm. Maybe. I don't know if that would be in the game plan or not, but if he is the best defender in that case, yeah. maybe you might see that. I mean, I know we talked about it a lot about one-on-one tackling, but if you miss a tackle – with this Dolphins offense, they're going to run so fast mm-hmm. up the field. I mean, five yards for them looks like 30. Like, you yeah. have to stop them or slow them down. Yeah. Yeah, if I'm going to be honest, I think this game will be won or lost up front. That tackling. Yeah. yeah. On both sides, no matter what, mm-hmm. both teams, it's going to be won or lost up front. Yeah. That's my hot take for that game. <laughs> Another <laughs> hot take. Another. And it's like ball security. I mean, obviously, turnovers loses games, but. If mm-hmm. you turn the ball over against the Miami Dolphins, they could score within 10 seconds. So, <laughs> like, let's keep the ball on offense as long as possible. Yeah. All right. Well, good preview. Um, before we take off, I want to thank our special guest, Kevin. Thank you for coming on. We thank appreciate you. you having here. Anytime. anytime. It's wonderful. It was a pleasure. I, I enjoyed this a lot. I, I love football. I love it. Now, Kevin, before you leave, I got one more question for you uh, uh-huh. regarding the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. Where are you guys at in the cycle, the Dallas Cowboys cycle? Are you at season starts, beat up right. the bad teams, uh-huh. get delusional, Whedon boys, this is our years, or choking the playoffs? Um, so I believe we both hit uh, choking and Whedon boys. I think right now 
Uh, it's we're back at like season start because we j- we're coming off our bye week right now. So. All right, all right, I yeah. like that. So, yeah. who do you got this week? Uh, I believe. Ooh, that's a good question. I actually do not know. Um, who are the Cowboys play? The Cowboys are playing somebody. That's for sure. No uh, more bye weeks. No more bye weeks. They are certainly playing the Rams. All right. Oh, okay. Ooh, ooh. So yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna choke. <laughs> that's my. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not gonna get my hopes up for that game. Rams are good. That that Steelers beat new guy. The Rams last. I, they're beatable. They're definitely beatable. I think. Uh, you know, I think we could do it. I think it'll be an interesting defensive game. You know, we'll, we'll see how our cornerbacks do against that wide receiving core. But you know, yeah. All right. Well, cool. thank you for your time. Yeah, of course. Anytime. It's you know, it's always a great season when we can beat the Pats. So. <laughs> All right. Wow. Get out of here. Wow. Maybe it's time you you leave. Yeah. Now. Mm-hmm. You see that door? No, we won't. We won't. We'll yeah. keep you. All right, your New England Patriots are going to be playing the Miami Dolphins this Sunday, October 29th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time on CBS. They will be in Miami. So, how do you feel about the New England Patriots beating the Buffalo Bills to get their second win of the season? Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah! We'll see you next week.